0: Hey, I am Hanan.
1: And I am Steluta. And you're listening to the Path to Resilience podcast. Here, we connect you with global thought leaders. You can listen to their stories and learn from their experiences.
0: We are both professional coaches who believe in change, the change that empowers and lifts others. We believe in being authentic. That's why we invite leaders who are comfortable with talking from the heart. We also believe in the power of the mind and how it can improve your health, your relationships, and your performance.
1: Whether you want to make a positive change in your life or upgrade your vision, this is the place for you to be.
0: Thank you for connecting. Good morning. Good morning, Saluta. Good morning, Ash. Good morning, everyone.
1: Hello. Good morning. Good evening, Ash. I think it's evening where you are now, right?
2: It is. It's just just gone five o'clock in the evening, yes.
1: Okay. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, hi, Hafiz. Guys, please say hello here to, to us. Say hello to Ash and uh, leave in the comments below where are you watching us from? It's really interesting to see you popping in and out and, uh, and you know, waving at us, asking questions, sharing various stories with us. we to love to see you here in the comments.
0: Okay, I'm gonna present, we have an amazing guest today who is Asher Todd. He is a storyteller, so uh, we will have a lot of stories to share with you today. He's a brand strategist also and a business coach and storytelling has been, for business, became part of his life. And storytelling also is part of what we are doing, me and Steluta. Uh, We love stories and we, we are here because of stories, because we believe that the stories can inspire change and empower others. So we would love to hear your story, Ash. So can you tell us more about your story and how did you get into this
2: path? Yeah, absolutely. Firstly, thanks for uh, having me. And you know what? It feels really weird because um, I do these shows and interviews. So I'm usually talking to people. Uh, and one of the reasons why I started doing the show was um, is I'm very much an introvert. I'm very much uh, I don't want the attention on me. So I very rarely do these um, uh, the, these kind of these shows where I'm being asked the questions and the, like the spotlight, if you will, is on me. Um, and one of the reasons why I did my own LinkedIn Live was so I can have other people and kind of bounce off them and so there's um, spotlights on them. So it's, um, yeah, it's very interesting being on this side. But um, I do appreciate you reaching out to me and thank you very much. And I remember, Hannah, and I think when I first started on LinkedIn, um, I, I, I first connected with you through a mutual friend of ours uh and uh we had a message i don't know whether you remember but i was actually having a look at the history of our messages and the first message that um it was obviously the introduction and said hi and everything Mm -hmm. and then you might have commented one on one of my posts about trolls on my um one of my content pieces and um and I had to apologize to you because I don't I don't even know what I wrote. But I must have written something that went off on a bit of a rant. Um, but you were on my side on those comments. So I DM'd you and I said, thank you very much. Sorry for the rant. And um, your, your message back to me was brilliant. Because I think you'd been on LinkedIn a lot longer than me. And your message back to me was something like... Um, I, I don't know exactly what it was, the wording, but you just made me feel better about doing what I was doing and sharing my stories. And, um, and it was that encouragement that you gave to me that just made the world. You know, it changed my, um, changed my mood that day, obviously, but also gave me a little bit more confidence as well. And that's one of the reasons why I do what I do on LinkedIn. I share my story. Um, and it started off from a, a post- a while back, which I'll get into, but it kind of changed the perception of what LinkedIn was for me, a place mm-hmm. where I connect with like-minded people, where I share my story, I hear their stories, and it helps us collectively grow together. And that's the kind of people that I actively sought in, to have having my kind of ecosystem. Uh, and that's what I encourage today. Um, so yeah, going back, I mean, I can go way back if you like, but um, how I got into storytelling, I think all children, right, are into stories. They're more creative than adults are, I believe. When we're growing up, we we kind of play make-believe. We want to be, I don't know, an astronaut or a fireman or something else, like as a boy growing up, me, uh, something else, you kind of see yourself as something. For me, um, it was... I wanted to be a, be a Hollywood director as a, at a very early age. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. So, Amazing. I, I had six brothers. Um, I, well, I have six brothers still, and uh, one sister. So, we had quite a full household growing up. And we used to, yeah, we, we used to have dreams of doing stuff. And we were all very quite creative growing up. And I think that comes from my mom. And uh, she really used to encourage us being creative, and you know, because one thing growing up in a household or raising uh, a number of boys, she had to make sure that we we entertained ourselves sometimes, uh, yeah. um, and and that's what we did. We kind of, we I remember there was a game that we used to play when we were younger. We used to uh, a few of us would make uh, a film or a play for each other while someone. Or a couple of others would wait in another room. So we'd make believe, and we'd create stories, or we'd make stories, and we'll entertain each other. Um, and, I, and I think as you grow older, that also never stops. I feel like all the or a lot of children are like that, but I think adults are like that. Maybe we just repress or suppress, sorry, that uh, creativeness in us. But I think all of us are storytellers naturally. You know you're we want to be something else or we we see ourselves see ourselves in other people whether it's kind of movies or books or people online and we relate to other people's stories and it helps us grow it, it helps us connect it helps us um create real strong bonds and and i, I don't think that's ever uh, ever left me um I, Fast forward anyway to kind of university days. Um, I did media communications and I did, I specialized in script writing. So I still had that thing. I wanted to do films and writing. So I spent a lot of time really studying how scripts were written and how characters were formed in plots. And, you know, I studied a lot of narrative arcs and things like that. And it was specifically uh, around the 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 entertainment side of things, um, and I and I wrote a lot of scripts as well. I wrote a lot of scripts. My last, you know, my final dissertation was a ninety-minute film script, um, and that's kind of how I really got into it. And then, after university, I wanted to move into getting into the film world and the 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 TV production side of things. So I moved. Uh, so I found a job and it was at a TV company. It was one of the terrestrial channels here. This was way before Netflix and Sky. We had pretty much like three or four channels on TV, and that was it. And one of them I I went to work for, and it was actually a sales role, but my plan was to get into TV through any door possible and then hopefully get into production. But life just had it that I didn't, I didn't get into the TV production side. I didn't get into the writing side, although that's where my love was. I I stayed in sales and I was really good at sales uh, and I really enjoyed it as well. So that's kind of where my career went up. And I totally not forgot about, I still obviously enjoyed movies and I loved reading. And even on the side, you know, I'd still write as well, um, but never really... chased it as a vocation uh, uh, and the thing that i wanted to do because i was just busy with my sales role and then um yeah i moved into from storytelling for entertainment to uh, storytelling to for business so and that's kind of what i do now i own an agency i'm fortunate to have a small team it's a creative agency we do a lot of kind of um creative work whether it's design copywritings tone of voice for corporate companies um and yeah I, that that this company actually that company started um from a point of um you know uh, a point where i wasn't wasn't in a great space I, I lost my job um and i i decided to set up my company i kind of said vowed then Quite rebellious I was in that, like I don't want to ever work for anyone else again, you know, I've had yeah. my fair share of being messed about uh and i can and and I'm kind of glad I did, and it was probably a little bit later than I should have, but you know everything happens for a reason
0: exactly, yeah, well, thank you for sharing that well, I just realized that we can hire you as a script writer for the five <laughs> <Yeah>. resilient show <laughs>
1: yeah. exactly,
0: I'm just joking. So maybe the people here who are um, listening to you, they would like maybe somehow to learn how to use storytelling in what they are doing. And since we are also talking about resilience, because you see uh, what what I what uh, triggers me is how each one of us sh- uh, tell his story or her story. You see uh, the way we talk about ourselves. It, uh, it, it, reflects, it reflects who we are. It reflects how we feel about, it's like when we watch a movie. We watch a movie and at the end, we all say somehow, oh, that was a great story. Oh, that was a sad story. So what about your story? Or uh, I'm telling this to the audience, what about your stories? So you see how when you share your story, it can tell also about your experience, your values how you handle your challenges how you handle your struggles and everything and i am talking about this because i was that person in the very beginning where i told very badly my story like that showed a lot of pain a lot of uh, a lot of uh, struggling a lot of uh, i mean a lot of things going on so but today i share my story in a different way so the way we Talk about our stories can tell also about our character and uh, about our level of resilience. So, can you share about? Can you sh- can you share how we can? Maybe you are more skilled in storytelling. Uh, how these people who are listening to you, how can you use they can use their storytelling to share their own stories and and give this good. I don't know how to say it maybe saluta if you would like to add something or maybe how they can use storytelling to make an impact instead of uh, instead of uh, sh- I mean reflecting a negative image about themselves
1: yeah. I I think what you're looking for is how do you tell your story in an empowering way instead of playing victim and complaining and I think it's about because as we are both of us, we are professional coaches, right? And we are trained to listen for words. You are trained to write words. We are trained to listen for words. And for us, the way a client speaks tells us about where he or she is in regards to also not only the journey, but also the healing process of whatever is working